welcome to the USL Show's second annual draft, sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. I am your host for today, Pony. Surprise. I am as surprised as you are for this one. (laughs) But we're going back to our draft. This year we have 36 teams in the USL. We keep growing. And as there's only five of us, it did not make much sense to leave one team to the fans. So we figured... Why not give the fans a team? So this year, we'll have the six of us drafted. Our five hosts plus a fan or fans. We'll rotate through multiple fans throughout each round of the draft. Each of them will get a stop in for a round, talk about who they're picking, why, criticize our picks, laugh at us, as we all know. This is going to end very poorly a few months from now. But for the draft, our order, first up is going to be the man who is a Left with Tacoma as the last pick will probably just go full Mingo and grab a USL one team. Our first <laughs> yeah. pick I'm is a, I'm Evan. <clears throat> Am I on the clock? Uh, no, I'm just gonna kind of run down who's picking what the what draft order is first and our points. All right, let me get my timer up. So not quite yet, but get ready for it. All right, get the timer going. And also, due to a crash, I'm gonna have to remember who picks what. Our second pick is going to be our fan account. Our first fan who's going to be picking is the comes from the land of llamas, comes from the land of money being thrown from helicopters, and all other random nonsense in the USL. We have Mr. Carson. It's an honor and a pleasure, as always. That's our Merc with a mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Third Vegas llama, working class hero. (laughs) The third pick will be Yours truly. And moving on to the number four will be the Phil with two L's and two O's, which is not the same number of L's as the Phil who I work with, but it is Phil Grooms. <laughs> one more one more L than the most. And fifth is going to be the man who I've actually talked numbers with and he doesn't either ignore or block me on the spot. <laughs> that would be Ryan. Hey, Bonnie, how's it going? Not bad at all. And the sixth pick will be the currently MIA person who is actually making me use the name Pony because we actually share the first name inside baseball right there. It is Evan. How are you doing, Evan? I'm doing fine. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering who was going to jump in. Hopefully out very, very soon. If not, we have contingency plans. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> For scoring, we get points based on how well the teams you pick do during the regular season, and how well they do during the playoffs. For the regular season, if your team finishes between 7th and 10th, you'll gain 1 point. 5th and 6th place will get you 3 points. 2nd to 4th will get you 5 points. If your team wins the conference, you get 7 points. And if you win the Supporters' Shield, that's an additional 2 points. Playoff-wise, if you win the play-in game this year, it's worth one point. Winning the next round is three points. One more win will get you five points. Winning the conference finals will get you seven points. And the cup is worth ten points. So basically, you're going for winning the cup. That is the main goal. It's not quite winner-take-all, but winner probably takes all. So we're going to move to our number one pick. In the first round, which is none other than Kevin, the board is yours. Okay, I am on the clock. 
Um, with the first pick in the second annual USL show draft, uh, the representative from the Western Conference shall choose Nashville SC. Ooh. Nashville will go first. Yeah, I think that's kind of the number one of the bullet. I'm going with them because they were a pretty solid defense last year. Um Seems like a lot of those pieces are continuing, and one of their glaring weaknesses was an, an astounding inability to score goals. Um, so adding Cameron Lancaster and Carlton Belmar to their squad uh, means I'm I'm hoping that this is a actual good first pick. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a Cincinnati approach. There you go, and they they won the. I mean, they won the shield last year, so. Nine points, nine points. Come on. I mean. Safe move. Saw move. A lot of attacking power. And we'll see if it's enough. We'll see if it can make up for uh, the lack of all offense last year. It was pretty ugly, so. I think the question is like whether or not that coach can figure out how to even take the talent he has and make an attack out of it. I'm curious if he's changing much, but we'll see. There was a really good goal the other day. Did you guys see the through ball from Meloto? It was really good. Yeah, they got some down there too. Yeah. What were you about to say, Carson? No, I was going to say it was a good goal. They just they got a lot of guys that we see kind of year after year that are consistent, like Belmar, Lancaster, mm-hmm. uh, Meloto. You you have a lot of guys that we know what they can typically do. So, I mean, you would assume they'll do the same. Definitely. Cool, man. Well, while you're talking, you want to go on to that second pick? Yeah. So the fan team, which we've we've gone by the the moniker of Between the Sticks Mafia instead of Three Sticks Mafia. So, um, on behalf of my my talented friends, we will take Phoenix Rising FC. There it is. X them out. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad pick. I mean, I think they're the number one team out west right now. What Carson, what makes you – would you have picked Nashville over them or, or would you have picked Phoenix straight up anyway? It, it probably would have been Phoenix or Louisville. But um, for Phoenix, I think obviously you lose Drogba, but – when you bring back Asante, you bring back, I think Jason Johnson to me is probably one of the more underrated attacking players in the USL. I think, I don't know if it's because he was playing with Drogba, but he kind of got overshadowed a bit, but no, I, I like what they do. Obviously you had in the fan base is pretty strong and uh, yeah, I think Phoenix, Phoenix makes it happen again. I think they're comfortably the best team in the Western conference. Hmm. I think we can all agree with that phrase at the very least. Yeah, and that's going to make me think a bit on my third pick because I have Phoenix at number four. So I have two teams I keep going back and forth on, which I think people, they're both East teams, so spoiler alert on who they are. I think everyone knows the two teams I'm talking about here. And it's a matter of how much does departures hurt one team versus additions help one team. And even though they had a couple questionable results recently, I'm going to go out on the limb and say there's no three-peat. And I'm going to grab Indy here. Mm. 
best team ever. Have so much talent, and they've had a couple good results, even with a few half trialist teams, bad results, the USL one teams. I think they have a very high ceiling, but the floor I'm kind of scared about. But I could see Indy taking the East by a couple games. Yeah, Evan, I like how you mentioned like the, the preseason stuff and trialists. Um, I know you've been putting some stock in the preseason games and kind of charting them on that, that Lego chart you got going over there. Um, is, that, is that something that worries you? Or how much stock are you actually putting into that, those preseason games? I think preseason is all about chemistry, really. How does team mesh? How does it come together and rounding out those last spots? If Indy's going to roll out a half trialist team and lose by one to a good USL one team, <laughs> I don't care too much. I'd like to see that actually be a draw. But if you're only starting half your starters and the other half are who knows, I don't know if it's going to be people who are competing for the final spot or good names. I don't like that the USL doesn't actually give us who these people are half the time. <laughs> but I'm not too scared if you're going to start your second slash third team and not get a great result against the next tier team. I mean, they still came in with a few very good games this preseason when they had their starters playing. Mm-hmm. And they got a win in the in the Senate with their stadium bill. Shout out to Brian Cook for the article. That's right. I am the Senate. <laughs> it's BGN well, written on Twitter. Yeah. <clears throat> well, speaking of the Senate, how about uh, you or uh, or wait, no, Phil's Phil. up next. Phil, you're on the clock. I was wondering where you were going to go with Senate and me. I thought I couldn't think of anything, so there it is. Um, I got the wrong order. All right, so this is I'm not I'm going against my chart here. Um, because I have a favorite, but it's kind of a biased favorite because I like them a lot. And so I'm going to not choose that team. I'm going to pick Louisville only because someone, Harry, uh, went back and looked at our, our history and, and reminded me that that's who I picked last year and it paid off for me last year. So uh, maybe we'll get a three-peat. Who knows? Um, the only worry is like Hackworth, right? Can he keep the... Um, I don't know, to keep keep the uh, culture going, I guess is what I should say, and uh, keep them trying as hard as they do every single game. Uh, you know, you have to admit that I think James O'Connor built that and maintained it every single year. And so the question is, can Hackworth do that with losing Lancaster? And, um, it, you know, he's trying to replace them with his players. So I'm interested to see what they look like this year. Um, even when losing Ownby last year, I think that, they still did really well, and they got Ombi back this year. Um, hopefully, he'll stay healthy, and and if he does, they have a really good chance of, of maintaining. So, I mean, based on Hackworth, now he has a tattoo, and by most accounts, that would mean he lacks discipline and you know skill. If we're talking about Pogba, or Raheem Sterling, so we maybe just completely loses control of the locker room. I don't know. I like that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, it was close between uh, Louisville and Indy for me. I actually moved him back and forth probably once every other day over the last two weeks for this thing. No kidding. So I don't, I think it's basically equal. Does any, has anyone has a lower, has a higher floor, but lower ceiling. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, What has anyone lost faith in Louisville where they think Hackworth isn't going to figure it out. They're going to lose their culture or whatever other reason. Louisville would have been my pick if you hadn't selected them. Yeah, right on. I had them number two in my uh, draft board. Cool. 
yeah, yeah. I don't think we've lost faith. I think it's just the like every the last few years we've all gone. Well, Liverpool's going to take a small step back, and then they win the cup again. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? I mean, they have the talent to make it three in a row, but I don't think chances odds are still against. I guess anyone to win the cup at this point. <laughs> but it's the great thing about preseason. Ryan, so who would who who's next on your board? You got to pick someone else since I stole your stole your pick. I've been wrestling with this. Each of the last two years we've been doing this draft, the team I selected in the first round goes on to end up in the USL Cup final. Louisville in the first of their two P, and then I had Phoenix last year first round. Both are off the board, so I'm gonna break Tony's heart here and and select Sacramento Republic. I just I. I didn't think I was ever going to get him. <laughs> In fact, they were my number five. I just think that they will maintain that solid side. Uh, you have Elliot Ward coming back, Cameron Awasa. I feel like they're – and I think the one player that – or the two players I'm most impressed with is going to be Tyler Blackwood and Stefano Bonomo, who are both really good teams who basically come east back to the west, over to the west. Yeah. I just I think Republic is always going to be in the mix for a solid top four spot in the Western Conference. Yeah, I think if you're going big players, their keeper Cohen is I, he should have won keeper of the year last year. Still, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on that, and they they uh, loaded up on a bunch of center backs, which was one of the weaknesses you always claim, Pony. Yeah, that and finishing finishing. I'm still scared of it. Was them in Nashville last year who were just. Horrible at finishing, yet we're still okay teams. I didn't realize they were they were as bad as Nashville, huh? I think they're. I think both them and Nashville at bottom ten in the league. Hmm. Interesting. Good pick, Ryan. Who's next? Our uh, auto, Mister Ghost. Ran- yeah, random. Yeah. Oh boy. Now we got to uh, debate. I would, I would like to pick. Uh, I would like to we pick. We want to just uh, give everyone our next United. pick and. See who, see if there's a consensus here. Yeah, toss it into the group chat here as well. Tulsa, I choose Tulsa. I, my vote is Tulsa. <laughs> when you said toss it into the mix, I thought you were about to say Tulsa. <laughs> well, we'll have to do two picks due to the snake draft. Toronto FC two. Toronto and Flamingo. Pony's buying into that uh, that marketing scheme over there in Madison. That's twice you've dropped the Flamingo. That's good. All right. Uh, I feel like the I'm just going to say the obvious one out loud because I feel like Riverhounds might be high on everyone's list. Does anyone agree with Riverhounds? We have three votes for OC. Okay, OC was my other one too. There's three votes for OC. Well, then, then let's just go OC for six. I'm going to be honest. Um they were higher than Riverhounds on my list, but I just thought I was the but only one. It was three for me. There we go. Same here. And he'll have to come back and do another one since Snake Draft. Oh, right. All right. <laughs> Next vote, everyone. Riverhounds? Vote, for, <laughs> vote for what Evan should pick. I mean, should and, we just do OC and Pittsburgh? Or, or Tacoma? I'm or Hartford? Hartford? Reno. Any uh, agreeances with uh, Reno? No, I would say Pittsburgh. Pony, you got to... You could break it, or you could tie it. No, I have I have OC and Reno as my next two up. Oh, it's a tie, Carson! You got to break the tie. Oh, I said I said Pittsburgh. Oh, okay, sorry. Okay, he's in he's in Pennsylvania. I mean, it makes well, sense. Yeah, you're two right. Pittsburgh and two Reno. 
But then he's kind of... Uh, so that makes it Kevin bricks it. No, Kevin said Pittsburgh. I said Pittsburgh. Okay, Pittsburgh. So he gets Pittsburgh. OC so. in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Not, not bad picks. Not, not bad. bad picks, That's yeah. a good turn right there. All right, so I've got now on the board the first round, Nashville, Phoenix, Indy 11, Louisville, Sacramento, and Orange County. Oh, that's such a good start. And I think this is time for me to jump out, unfortunately. Yep. Guys, oh, switch. Switch it up. Thanks for joining us, buddy. I'll be, I'll be back. I have my last pick as well. I don't know if everyone knows, but it, everyone needs to know that Carson is a really hardworking guy. He takes care of BGN Written, and you can go to uslnews.com to check out his work because everything that's on that website has been looked at by Carson and approved by Carson. So, you know, uh, give it up for that man. He does a lot. Working class hero. Working class hero. Thanks, man. Ace. All right, Ryan, you're on the clock. Since we're we we let's wait till we get our next person jumping in here. But they're not until like after Phil and you, and you so. Well, they could talk about it at least. No, they got some time. <laughs> All right. He's next up. You are, Ryan. Yeah, you could at least start. the fan team. Slow roll. Oh, I forgot. Okay, I guess. Do you want me to do my pick or vamp? No, do your vamp pick. Okay, vamp, he says. <laughs> uh, I guess I can talk about the Carolina Challenge Cup, which I was at this past weekend. Ooh, yeah. There we go. Very relevant for the next, for one of the teams that's going to come up here soon. Yeah, so uh, Charleston ended up losing their match against the uh, Chicago Fire. It was really cool to see uh, Bastian Schweinsteiger play live. I, I just didn't think that a few years ago when he was with a World Cup winning Germany team, him, that he'd be playing in Charleston, South Carolina. And then obviously the highlight of the weekend was seeing the uh, first Hellas Real Derby of the year, Columbus against Cincinnati. Cincinnati showed up in warm-up kits for the entire game while Columbus played in their legit kits that they would have on opening day. And it just looks like really out of place. And Cincinnati played a weekend lineup, which I think is what they're going to do the entire season. And Columbus was able to just get through and win 3-0. I was in the Columbus section the entire game, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Although it took me basically – I walked into the stadium, and not only 20 feet did I have a Cincinnati fan shouting that the crew are lucky to be in existence because that Cincinnati saved them or something. <laughs> but I don't know. The result was 3-0. It was exciting to see – Higuain, Zarda, Stefan, all of them came over to clap to the fans during it. I also ran into Goose. He was just now joining in in the chat, so that was really cool to meet Goose in person. Yeah, perfect segue. Yeah, I'm here. What's up, buddy? Yeah, good to be here. So you were there too. What'd you think of it, Ben? It was really cool. Um, it's the second time I've been down to Charleston, so not extremely familiar with it, but first time I've been there for CCC, uh, it was great meeting Ryan, um, went down with a couple of Charlotte people, saw some Greenville people down there. So it was kind of like a, big shout out. yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's, uh, it was cool seeing MLS quality and, and not little, but little Charleston, South Carolina and seeing Bastion Schweinsteiger, like that's really cool. Can't say a lot of people have seen that. So, yeah, it was, it was a very positive experience. It, and it's just, it's great going down to Charleston. There, there's never a bad moment there, even hey. if my team happens to lose. So, yeah. Take the trip. If you guys have in Charleston, we'll treat you real bright as a traveling fan. It's in my top five, probably, of USL cities I want to hit. Mm. 
for but a good thing. That's a jump right to the second round after we had Evans pick of Pittsburgh. I'm going to go with the other team that everyone was wrestling with and choose Reno 1868. There you go. Yeah, I just think that basically they're going to be a good side. They're picking up Brian Brown's option this year. Corey Hertzall coming over from St. Louis. I just, I have, like, I think that Reno is like a really decent team for the West. And obviously they're going to wrestle with Sacramento out there, but it won't be like the dogfight of the Eastern Conference. Yeah, I right. thought Reno was going to be bad last year, and they actually turned into a decent team. This year, I think they're better. So I could see them easily taking a number two or three seed in the West this year. I think they have a very high floor, though. That's that's why they're a good pick to me. I like that they got Herzog. I'm curious without Weehan and Hopano. I'm really interested to see who the um, assist leader is going to be over there because that's like that role. And, and yeah, they'll, they'll score some goals too, but... Um, there's a lot of talent for him to pick up on and, um, San Jose has a lot of young guys that they probably won't use. that are going to send down that could be interesting to watch. I love Reno. I think the coach is really solid. Kind of like some more teams we'll talk about later where like, it almost doesn't matter as long as they have good attacking talent. Um, he does a good job of, um, of kind of taking advantage of the more open play in the West. I like him a lot. They also always have the elevation and baseball field home mm-hmm. advantage. Good point, actually. Good point. Cool. Well, I'm next. Is it all right if I go ahead? Yes, please. All right. It's in the range, and last year I didn't pick my home team, and this year I figure I maybe I should. So I'm going to pick St. Louis FC right here at number nine. Um, I think uh, the second year in a row – of keeping the same system with Poulos is going to pay off. There are some upgrades in talent, and I like the way they're setting up this year, if I'm reading it correctly. I think it'll be more attack-friendly, which is what they needed, and they can even give a little bit on the defensive side because it's so solid up the spine. So um, I really like what they're doing, and I think they'll do better. Like The big thing last year was that they went on a really good run in the last like 10 or 15 games. And if they start that way, or if they start really defensive and then get to that at some point in the season, they're going to have no trouble getting into the playoffs. And they're the kind of team that can kind of uh, defeat almost anyone in the playoffs on any given day, which is true for most of the league. But that's why I'm picking St. Louis. I just have that big mix of the next tier teams in the East. I, if I go straight down my board, I actually have them as a fourth round pick. So... I, I don't know. I, I think they're in that they could be this high, but they also could get hung up on the things they tend to get hung up on. They've never been, they've never really been able to break out in the past. And I'm wondering mm-hmm. in the East, who is very middle heavy, there's a lot of teams who look in the East and go, they're good, but not great. I'm not quite sure they could break out of that. But for all I know, they could be the team who two months from now are going, oh, wow, St. Louis is in third. And we go, St. Louis has. 10 points you mm-hmm. don't know totally agree would you say too we like to talk in tiers kind of or would you say like top five or top six and then there's a drop off top seven or top eight what do you think yeah east i have like a top yeah top five and a really big drop yeah and then but- they're they're in that next they're the they're the bottom group of that second group where it's like the who knows they could get hot group mm-hmm and I was talking 
the whole league about eight or nine and then it kind of drops off i think but yeah anyway um who's next oh it's pony pony why don't you go well i'm really surprised this team is actually around i've actually had i'm picking my number eight team overall right here and i am going in the east and i am taking a team who no matter what happens they always seem to be good. Last year, we were like, well, these guys are going to suck because they lost everyone, but they turned out to be a good team again. No, oh, I know you're picking. Yeah, Exactly. I'm taking Charleston. <laughs> yep. I say they were my number They were my number eight overall. I actually had them right above Pittsburgh because I think a bad year for Charleston is going to be fifth seed. I, I just don't see them being passed by that many teams this season. So. Hmm. I have to lock into them because there's they, they just have such a high floor. While their ceiling is not that great, I can't see them having having a bad year. Like a worst case scenario is seventh seed to me, really. And I I have to take that in the second round at this point. Hmm. I'm gonna say what I always say about them, and it's like Reno, where you kind of trust the coach to do something good no matter what he's got. I was I was hoping Charleston was going to fall to me, so I was like, I want that one. So yeah, <laughs> I did them wrong. Pick. I did them wrong on my list, but we'll see. They've proven bad years are still okay. Because mm-hmm. last year we had them what the fourth or fifth round, and we all got laughed at for it. Yeah, yeah, I picked Charleston last year. They were I actually picked them after Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, last year we were dumb and said Charleston, Sacramento, and Orange County are all bad teams. So Charleston's made the playoffs in uh, three years. At least three years. I mean, all my stuff I kept track of was only went back three seasons, but they were sixth in 2016, second in 2017, and fourth in 2018. So I think they've made the playoffs in the modern era of USL every season. It's a safe pick. Yep. Yep. All right. Fan pick up next. Goose. Uh, oh, Goose, I think you're muted, buddy. Or we lost your audio, perhaps. Got a pantomime. <laughs> oh, man, that stinks. He's looking he's, at the mic, trying to figure it out. Oh, I no, don't put the mic there. Ooh. <laughs> Atlanta? Oh, shoot. A United something, Lou... Ludon United, Atlanta United. I can't. I can't tell. You want to type that out? I know letters in American Sign Language. <laughs> That's it. Oh, oh. So that was a big loop. So Lou, Ludon, <laughs> Liverpool City again. Where did we pick? It's not the USL show until something goes wrong. Yeah. I'm trying to this case, it was not only me, but somebody else. I think Goose, maybe. You can type it. You want to type it in the chat, Goose? San Antonio. He picked San Antonio. <laughs> That's just believable. He does. Oh, wait, he actually did. <laughs> I'd say that's, oh. a, that's just believable enough to actually make it be a legitimate pick. Yeah. <laughs> San Antonio is a good pick. 
Do you want to hear? Type in a little small description. We'll kill a little more time for you. You can say why you like them shortly, Goose, and we'll read it out for you. San Antonio is a good pick, though. Yeah, they were like, they were like two down for me at this point. Yeah, they were my next on my list too. But why do we like them? They kind of maintained their roster and underperformed last year, in my opinion. Do you guys kind of agree with that? Yeah, last year is a kind of aberration of that's their floor. That's their kind of their absolute floor of San Antonio was last year. You hope. I don't think it could be much worse because of the talent on that team. Mm-hmm. I agree I mean, with you too. Michael Hood, uh, Billy Forbes coming over from Phoenix, Samir Dodic. That's huge. And Cardone. <gasps> I love Didich coming in from uh, Swole Park, like you just said. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Goose said, quality signings, a solid pick that has potential upside. Got to believe in that. Yeah, Billy yeah. Forbes coming back, right? Didn't he come back? He left to – is Forbes the one that went to Phoenix and now he's back? Yeah, he's back. Yeah, yeah. they have like Pittsburgh upside to me. Yeah. And Carson really? mentioned Johnson last year. I didn't think Johnson was that much better um, than Forbes. Um, for Phoenix, I don't know if maybe I was wrong on that, but I didn't see a huge difference there. So, or no, that's they're different, aren't they? They're different guys. Am I thinking of is Canardo Forbes who I'm thinking of? I'm really sorry if that's wrong. Anyway, we should probably move on. Goose, I'm really sorry this didn't work out, buddy. Come back with with a mic if you like. But we should probably move on to Kevin's next pick. All right. Um, well, with the 12th pick and the second round, uh, I'm going to go with uh, one of the last teams that has – last available teams I've got that has has made the playoffs um, in, in every season of the past three seasons that I, I went back and looked at. Uh, I'm going to go New York Red Bulls 2 for number 12. Yeah, that's a really, really good pick. I was hoping they'd somehow follow to me. And then once again, now this the, my next pick is hard because it's down between like it was down to two teams for me. Um, but uh, despite the fact that they moved over to the Eastern Conference, um, the previous three seasons, they made the playoffs and actually reached the USL Cup final twice, two out of three times. Um, so despite the fact I'm going with another MLS2 side, I am going to pick uh, Swope Park Rangers. Swope with number 13. Park. So that's Red Bulls and Swope Park, you said? Yep. Yeah. I think Red Bulls is a pick. Like I hope they actually would fall more because – Given our scoring system, I looked at it over the past two years. They're actually the number four team overall for points scored for draft-wise. And that's without even winning a cup. I mean, the number four team with failing to win a cup is pretty good. And again, Swope Park is always, I think they've still never lost a home playoff game in their existence. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully they're going to be worth some points for me. Um, and I, I think, uh, I think Red I feel, Bulls, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I, I feel a little uh, Eastern Conference heavy with all three of my picks so far being Eastern Conference, but <laughs> um, my only concern with being Eastern Conference heavy is just because the Eastern Conference is going to be, I think, 
well, not just like going to be, but they are, they have been and probably will be again better than the Western Conference. And thus it'll be a bit more of a uh, fight for who can make those top 10 playoff spots. Um, but I'm hoping my three picks get me some points. Where are my first three picks? So we'll go from there. Uh, who's up our, who's our next fan rep to join? Oh man, we need to give them more, more heads up. But they should know the line Might be or Jason. The, the order. Pony, who's up next? Do you know? He's went BRB. Oh, he said BRB. Hey, Look hey. at this. Well, I wanted, I looked up a few things about what you just picked, and, and one of them is Red Bulls, I think, are going to bounce. I think they're going to do better this year based on kind of returning Jason. players and some of the people they brought in. Oh, so I know who it is. Konnichiwa, Uglies. How are y'all doing today? Gonna make a big entrance, Jason. Come <laughs> on, man. Take it easy. Wow, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> Billy Forbes. Come on, man. Billy I'm thinking Forbes. of Canardo Forbes is uh, Riverhound. Billy Forbes. Listen, Turks. man. When you flip-flop between the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference all the time, you start confusing Eastern and Western Forbeses. Turk and Caicos legend led them to their first, I think it was a draw or was it a win in uh, League Nations this year for the first time in seven years, 11 years, something crazy like that. On Billy's back. Billy's back. (laughs) What's up, man? Jason's uh, part of League One Fun, has been on BGN written for even longer than that, so uh, doing good work. Thanks. So, uh, yeah, a lot of, I, I wish Evan was here. I hope he's okay. Um, cause I was ready to, to flame him. Um, uh, man's had the nerve to pick Texas winning league one. Um, but you know, we'll get to that another day. I think right now we're here to, uh, pick some teams, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. So, uh, yeah, I believe, uh, that the fan delegation is going to go with OKC. Whoa. Whoa. All right. And you know, you and you Nicholas Murray are liking OKC this year. I'm loving OKC. So the fact that they're on the board and I'm the one that gets to pick them makes me extremely happy. Well, I think that, uh, yeah, it's a lot of internationals. So I think in the beginning, they might not click, but I think uh, Coach Cook is going to get it together and they're going to go on a late run and really surprise people. And I think that they, are going to connect at the right time. They've got a score now. Uh, they've got Deshaun like ready. Deshaun's going to score all the goals. They've got good people to set him up. They picked up Cordell Cato, who also I believe is one of the most underrated players. Uh, doesn't get the shine and the attention that he deserves. Uh, Omar Gordon. Uh, they've got old man Atiba Harris, who's still doing everything. Uh, solid key goalkeeper and Cody, who they re-signed, and he's one of the solid keepers in the league. Uh, my boy, Mikhail Williams, representing Trinidad and Tobago, Soka Warriors, what's up? I like it. You know, they brought in the two Frenchmen as well, who both have a lot of great upper league experience. This is this is a team to where they have the talent to, if they can get it together, it, they're going to run through people. Um, I'm happy that we got a chance to pick them. I'm happy they're on the board, and I'm comfortable with this. They remind me of St. Louis a lot. Like, they kind of have, like, a lot of players that are kind of really good players none of them are like shockingly excellent you know what i mean 
And so I think the rest has to be picked up by the system or by, you know, just sheer will of mine to win games and things like that. But um, that works in USL. It really does. So I don't necessarily think you're wrong. Yeah, I think it's just all about whether or not coach can get it together. And I think he will. Yeah, I have them as that that borderline play-in game team. I don't think they're going to be great, but... It's going to be okay to see that we used to know as opposed to last year. They kind of drop off the radar a little bit. Where I, I don't think they're going to be one of the best teams in the West. Where I think their ceiling is probably like stealing fifth, sixth seed. But they have talent. They actually have a lot of talent. It's, it's a question of can it actually be put together. And that's where I'm a little bit concerned as opposed to a couple of other teams around here. But... I, I have them in the playoffs, and that's better than they happened last year. And OKC is going to be one of those unique teams where they could be really good, and I think they have a high ceiling, or they have that floor of what they proved last year, where just things don't work. Mm. It's interesting to see them out there. I think that, and I've, I've tweeted a couple times, I think that they're destined to make a playoff run. I think they're going to go probably two rounds in into the playoffs. And I think that my boy, Owen Gordon, is going to have his breakout year this year. I think because he has uh, consistent finishers waiting for him, I think that he has been dependent on too much as a striker, and he's better at creating chances, and he gives hell out there. He's a physical guy. He's good with the ball. He has the skills. I think he's going to create a lot of chances, and you're going to see him have a good amount of assists, some good shots on goal, and this is going to be a year that he's really going to stand out. Yeah, Gordon and Brown together is going to be fun to watch for sure. Even if they don't win, they're going to have some good chances throughout games, which is what they needed, you know. I think that's why they did so badly because they trusted Angulo. This is a St. Louis in saying this. They trusted Angulo and Valeski last year, and gosh, God help them. I mean, it didn't work for St. Louis, either one of them, and OKC took them both from us, and boy, it didn't work for them either. So, um, yeah. I think I think they will do better. I think their personnel, their striker, you know, their attacking players are much better this year. And I also wanted to say I said uh, Nicholas Murray likes likes OKC. It's actually John Arlia has been writing a lot of cool editorials, and he wrote that he thinks OKC is going to bounce back. John knows what he's talking about. Can't <laughs> hate the man for that. I just want to say that defense stuff up a bit. Mm. Bring it back to the Nielsen was, days a little bit. That was an issue last year. You, know. you can't go negative cold differential in the USL and be a good team. Yeah. So if they, can, if they can make it positive, they're definitely a strong side. We should move on, though. What do you think, Pony? Who's next? Well, I actually have like four teams that have been picked below to me. But I'm going to go out west this time and take a team who every single year starts out as the team to go, these guys are good, and they kind of fall off. But... I'm just going to hope they don't fall off for a third or fourth year in a row. I'm taking the Real Monarchs. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> was, well, here's the thing. It was for me with my last pick, it was either going to be Swope Park or Real Monarchs. And I was like, I don't know which one to go with. So yeah, Real Monarchs is a good pick. Yeah. Three, the Real Monarchs, like the first two thirds of the year are great. Then there's something happens. <laughs> I'm hoping this year it doesn't happen. you think this is the exception to the rule year there this is the round this is the range of a few teams where you're like oh yeah this year they're not going to mess it up this year they're not going to mess it up 
this is the range where I go there. Oh yeah, they're good except for X. Yeah. <laughs> and X is the last two months for the monarchs. <laughs> it's true. Definitely. I think true. at one point last year they're on they were on pace for like eighty five points. Mm-hmm. And then they finished outside of the top seed, and it's like, what? What happened? <laughs> so, I, I think I just have to take them here because the ceiling is so high. But it's 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 just one of those frustrating situations where you see all the potential, and this it just doesn't happen. Yeah, and I have to take the blind stab that somehow it actually happens this season. They also have some things about the Monarchs is they have a really good eye for players that are a little bit overlooked. Um, their two goalkeepers last year were so freaking good and no one really seemed to want them that much. And so they, I think they got them for a good price. They also were the, the team that picked up Chandler Hoffman, Portillo, and Chang, you know, yeah. all in one year or two years. Chang over here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, they just have a really good eye for talent. The thing is, they it looks like Portillo might get a chance with the senior team. Chandler Hoffman's down in Birmingham now, so um, we'll see what they look like this year. That's my only worry is they, they have a lot of turnover, but they also have a lot of youth, and they have a good GM. So I think only one year they've missed the playoffs, though, out of like four years now. So. Yeah, it's shocking. You're up, Phil. All right, um... I'm debating what to do. Basically, this turn, I want to throw in some fun picks that are like long shots and a half. And I think I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to... Okay. We'll see if I get them both. I'm going to go with Ottawa Fury first. <laughs> oh, boy. Yes. All right. That's my cue. Let me yes. get out of here. It's starting to, starting to smell bad in here. <laughs> All right. Um, here's the reason why is I think Charlie Ward is awesome. I think, um, what's a wall fall is even awesomer. And those two are going to, they're going to rule that midfield guys. They're going to be so good. And, um, they're going to play the way that the coach has been wanting to play over there. And he hasn't been able to, cause he hasn't had these two guys basically. So just watch that midfield is going to start to take over. There's going to ha- they're going to have a metronome in the midfield. They're going to be able to keep the ball on the ground, and um, as long as they can defend, they did like seal that up a little bit um, after the first several games. Um, I think they'll be able to attack if they have just like a, a moderately good um, attacker or two up top. So um, I think they're going to bounce back, and I have more faith this year than last year when I picked them <laughs> for the same exact reason. By the way. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice. No, I mean, shame this on is Phil. Funny, like I have you would pick St. Louis last. Like St. Louis and Ottawa are like at the exact same level in my picks. Yeah, I got too many mid. Yep, I'm this with is you. they're. I think they're actually back to back on mine. Hmm. Okay, no, they're back to Mistrew team, then back again. But it's the same <laughs> tier of the. They could actually make a good run. Or they could just fall apart. Don't quite know. I think it's the high risk, high reward tier, especially yeah. in the East, because the East is just, the East is better, especially around the. I'll flat out say it, the East about this level is better, one hundred percent than the mm-hmm. West. If it was the best twenty teams, you'd have far more East teams than West teams. Yeah, the West kind of falls off a cliff right here. I think. I mean, I have two West teams left in my top 25. (laughs) 
Well, Ryan, I don't know if you have a West uh, queued up, a Western team queued up, but who's next for you? And with that segue of the West falling off, I'm going to choose a side from the East, and I'm shocked that they've stayed in so long, and I am going to be selecting the Tampa Bay Rowdies. Yep, <laughs> saw it coming. I just, I, like, looking at their transfer shock, they've signed Brandon Allen, Jan Akro, Leo Fernandez is coming back. Like, Antonio Hopenot is going to be there with them. Tarek Morad and Kwanda Poku, I, Zach Steinberger from Indy 11. I just feel like you can't that Tampa is not going to be a side that's going to have two bad seasons in a row. Yes, it fell off last year, but I feel like you they're going to make the playoffs this year. And like we said earlier in this round, every team that we pick here is going to be that side that this is the year or that they just can't mess up again or they're good up until. But I just feel like it with Tampa, they're not going to make the same mistake two years in a row. Yeah, I have no idea how they drop this far either. I mean, Monarchs are my 10, Tampa was my 11. I don't see how they do that bad again. Last year, I made the mistake of picking them first overall, which was a very, very bad decision in hindsight. But, I mean, this year... We, we all thought it was a good decision at the time, though, to be fair. Yeah, that yeah. was the ironic part. Everyone Everyone like, oh, it's a great first-round pick, Tampa Bay. And then they shit that just <laughs> fall apart. <clears throat> Hopefully, any Nashville fans that are listening... Uh, are going to hope that that's maybe a one-time thing of us uh, cursing the our first pick. Um, oh, and- <laughs> I curse the first round pick every time. Pick somebody. <laughs> Remember, like two years ago, I said I said Tulsa was going to be good. That didn't happen. Last year, okay, see, they're going to be good. Nope, Tampa, good. Nope. <laughs> Well, do you feel like Tampa has guts this year, though? Like, I'm worried because anyone that signs Brandon Allen seems to not do well, but um, they do seem to have wow. like a gutsier. They still got eighth seed, and they took Cincinnati penalty kicks. Well, all right, fair enough. But um, mark my words on that one. You can make fun of my picks all you want, but mark my words on that one. Um, and the Hopeno thing, I still worry that Hopeno was more a, a Reno thing than it is like a talent of an individual player. But but I do feel like the Rowdies have guts this year. I don't think they're going to lose a million games when they're away from home. You know, I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to be more of a, a normal, you know, normal floor kind of a team. Yeah, they, they're going to be a mid-table team to me. Yeah. At worst. I don't know. Maybe I guess it could be worse. But. Yeah, they, they could they could get hot, but I think fifth place, that sounds about right to me. Mm-hmm. Well, now we got a big uh, argument because this is going to be a harder vote. I think earlier it was a little easier, but we got to pick two teams for Evan now. We've got, we've got one pick. One of the consensus picks from myself – the chat, uh, Pony, um, Ryan, uh, we've all kind of, and um, um, uh, uh, what's your name again? Jason. Jason. <laughs> I'm having, too, God damn it, sorry, I have too much. Anyway, so consensus pick, New Mexico United. Oh, Lord. For, number, for number 18. Pony, you talk about them. You like them. Yeah, <laughs> I like first and last year, too, Let's not get too ahead of ourselves in this one. But they've signed a lot of very solid players. And if you look at their roster, it's people you recognize as solid USL talent. And that's something that not a lot of teams have. Even returning teams who have played for two or three years, they don't have this many teams. This many players that you go as a, 
oh yes, they are a replacement or at least above replacement mobile USL side. And New Mexico and the West, it's more open. I could see New Mexico making a run. They're not going to be one of the best teams, but they're going to be solid. And I really, I really wouldn't be surprised if we see New Mexico play out of play better than the play-in round. I could see them being the fifth, sixth seed, getting lucky, and maybe and maybe getting an upset. New Mexico is winning a game in the playoffs. Depends where they finish. If they finish like sixth seed, no. But we'll I see. had. Like I, said, I had to I like them. I mean, for me, I like the branding. They're a good team. I'm actually happy to see them, but I don't think they're going to beat like a number two team in the first round of the real playoffs. I can't see them. I can't see them beating Sacramento or see them beating Phoenix or Orange County. I think that's a little bit too far. I had them in my group as one of the fringe teams in the West that likely wouldn't make the playoffs, but could. So we'll see. There, there's a possibility there. Um, so, all right. So the next Evan's got to pick one more. We've got some uh, less consensus votes. Um, it sounds like it's down to one of three teams, um, but it looks like we've got more more votes for. Uh, let's see. I'm getting one, two, three, and uh, going with Carson and Chad. I'm gonna say four. Four picks. Uh, Austin Bold FC. Ugh. You're a bold one. So can we wow. talk about expansion teams and why we think they're going to be good? Because I think several have pulled that sort of thing off, but I don't know history enough to know. Does anyone know about expansion teams? Sacramento Republic is the only expansion side to win the USL title in the first year. Have other teams... also when it was like the expansion teams made up 10% of the league. That's true, yeah. That's hard to say. Did Nashville started last year, right? And they got eighth. They got they got the playoffs. And again, like they were a really good defensive team. They just couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. Mm-hmm. So fix the in that. I mean, they, could, they should be able to make the playoffs again. To yeah, me, I'm going to need someone to explain Austin to me because I actually had yeah. them as basically an unpickable team. I asked Carson to sell them on me. Solid vets and intriguing new guys. Solid vets. It's see the thing about their solid bet, vets remind me a little bit of uh, Vegas last year, where some of the solid vets at Vegas I actually really loved, uh, like Chiqui. I really liked him a lot, but for the most part, I don't think it paid off. Amobi Okugo. See, I just don't know him, and that's part of my solid problem. Vet. Tell me about him. I don't know anything about him. Played for Philadelphia Union, played for Portland Timbers, I believe. Had tons of MLS experience. At one point, was even considered being called up for a U.S. national team camp. Uh, defensive midfielder, can move up with two and distribute some passes. He's a good backup. The, the issue was in MLS because he fought for his position, got benched, and then it seemed like everywhere else he went, there was someone that was always just – a better player in his position because they were international players that would come in. So he's a good vet. And then you also look at players like um, Sean McFarlane. He played for uh, Miami FC two, which was the championship team in MPSL in the sunshine conference. And that was the most competitive conference in my opinion in MPSL. I think like three or four teams were all separated by one game and if you look at all the talent that came from that conference, they're all over now in USL Championship and League One. Um, so he's and you know when 
Miami FC two played last year, they were playing their one guys because of the the one guys didn't have anywhere to play since uh, the league shut down and you know they had to go to MPSL until the Founders League uh, was found this year. So he was playing with MLS players and he was playing with a. Uh, you know, some, some decent veterans and some experienced guys. So, I, I mean, Austin's not terrible. I don't, I wouldn't think that they're going to go out there and get uh, smashed every game. You know, I, I think you guys can give them a little more credit. I think someone said that on transfer market, they have the highest salary in the USL, I think, or the value, highest value rather, which doesn't mean much, but I thought that was intriguing on top of what you just said, Jason, which is really helpful. So thanks. Yeah. And, um, Diego rest, uh, what's his last name? Restrepo, Restrepo. Yeah. Restrepo. yeah. I mean, come on. That's He's true. a solid player as well. It's true. Good leader. Good keeper. That player's a keeper. He's a keeper. <laughs> All right. We better move on. Ryan, who are you going to pick yep. next? I have to go with hometown cooking on this one and select North Carolina FC. Okay. I was happy that they've maintained or been able to stay on the board. I think it's going to be interesting to follow Dave Syracuse's basically post national team job here, and basically they'll have Austin Alos, and they also just signed a uh, affiliation deal with FC Cincinnati, which I'm interested to see how that turns out. And then I think the big player I'm most curious about following this season is a former NC State product and a weird deal with a Celtic FC, Manny Perez. Who basically signed with the club? I think it's their third American all time, and then was loaned over to NCFC. And I think at defense, he could be a really solid pick. I had I had North Carolina on my stuff um, as a, a fringe team that was going to be on on my uh, playoff side of the. Would they make the playoffs? Would they not? So, I think I think they're at, at worst probably a, a seven a good seven seventh to tenth place pick i think so that's a good pick man i definitely see a solid team or a borderline side they're gonna be fun to watch no matter what you know they're gonna be a favorite of mine where if i look at a bunch of games that are on ncfc's on i'm gonna lean toward it just for all the youth they have a lot of guys related to the national team youth programs and um, you know, maybe even Frankie Amaya will go there. I don't know if anyone else has thought about that or, you know, there's rumors of him going down to uh, a Mexican side, even in tier two. So, um, but that'd be cool, right? It'd be cool to watch him and Manny Perez play on the same team again, um, outside of the youth program. So cool team. Yeah, I mean, I, it's just, these last two books just go against my entire thing because, Looking at this, I have Austin as number 15 team in the West and North Carolina as number 14 in the East. So I think we're entering the territory of just wild cards of who might get lucky. I also want to see are kind of awkward. Sounds like my college days. And mine, but you know. <laughs> and high school days. Wild card might get lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least more so with this pick. I already picked two Western sons to start. I need to balance it out and take Eastern sides because everything has to be perfectly balanced as all things should be. There you go. Speaking of perfectly balanced as all things should yeah. be. Phil, you're up next. And Volva, well, I guess I want to say when I came back to a movie or two ago, he actually was in, went to the same high school at the same time as my younger brother. So. Hey, interesting. Um, all Relationships. Right. <laughs> so I um I've been going crazy and I think I better just go with a safe pick instead of what I was thinking about doing which is going to be even crazier than anything else. So I'm going to go with Charlotte Independence. Um 
I mean, just just listen to these guys that are on the team. Jorge Herrera, Alex Enzo reunited again. Brandon Miller, Hugh Roberts. I mean, come on. This team has to be at least pretty good, if not very good. I'm interested to see how McGinnis pans out. Um, Gutman is there, speaking of Celtics. Um, Celtic, um, you know, weird loan deals having to do with MLS and USL. Gutman's going to land there, or Gutman, I don't know how to say his name. So it'll be a fun team to watch as well, um, especially in the attack. If they can solidify the back, they're going to be in good shape no matter what they do. And uh, Jeffries is still there, even if he's the GM. So um, they're not going to suck, that's for sure. I was hoping that they might stay on the board until I can get them. So yeah, there was no. I way was hoping for it. Me. Yeah, good, good pick. It's a good pick. It's sad that I'm interested in seeing if they can make a rebound this season in the East. I think they will. It's such a good start. Yeah, I already said everything I liked about them. I think they're going to do it. And on that note, I will leave the fan delegation pick to my boy Harry. And as I go, in the great words of. Hartford on social media. Look how good I look. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you, Jason. Jason. Thanks. Can, can I just like uh, I vote him? For, though, right? Yeah, yeah, you get a pick. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> could that possibly, could Jason have possibly had the best entrance and exit I think we've had on the show ever? I think he's been thinking about it for a couple weeks. So just saying. <laughs> well, I'm sure he was planning it for a long time, but hey, man. <laughs> If you're going to play something like that, at least go, go big or go home, right? No, so if you heard big. League One fun, he does that stuff every week. All That's, the time. Yeah, it's, he does it in his sleep. It's great. Which is a good opportunity to uh, tag our sister show, League One Fun. Because if you liked listening to Jason, uh, you should go follow them and listen to their podcast. It's been going well. A lot of buy-in from League One teams and the league itself it's been really fun to watch how much they've been working together and jason has had some great ideas on how to get things going the crew's been good cool cool all right pony go for it well it was between two teams for me one east one west and i'm gonna take a west team who really has impressed me in the early goings they were not that great last year they've always been an okay team but they fell off, and I think they're going to come back this year, especially when the West is not quite as top-heavy as the East. I'm going to go with another elevation-heavy team and take the Colorado Springs switchbacks here. They've had some very mm-hmm. impressive preseason games. I agree with you. Yeah, they won the uh, mini tourney up in uh, Salt Lake. Yeah, I've, I wouldn't be surprised if they finished fifth, sixth place, and actually knock someone off in the first round. Have they raised the banner yet? No, no. <laughs> it's not Vegas, okay? They, they didn't beat an MLS team, so. I I only had two teams in the West that I was confident would finish between seventh and tenth, and Colorado was one of the two. Oh, so. <laughs> I get pick. why you say that, but I think they're going to have a better year than usual. But a play-in game, I could see a play-in game if they get kind of stuck in a rut, which they tend to do at times. I think what really helped Colorado out this uh, this year is that affiliation with the Rapids because um, a lot of times they travel a little bit light on the road and and supposedly with the agreement that's going to help that out with uh, you know with the budget and being able to field a full roster and not have to travel you know a man or two down uh, man or two light on the road so yeah I, I think the switchbacks 
you know, we'll be a lot better this year than they were last year. Finally, right? Finally, those two affiliated. Like, why? It makes sense, right? Yeah. Why are you sending Ben Mines to to Charlotte? You know, it makes no sense at all. So now we get to see Ben Mines in in uh, Colorado Springs <laughs> more than likely. for U.S. soccer, it makes no sense at all. I know. Uh, we we made a, we made fun of San Antonio and NYCFC so much, but you know the. Charlotte to Rapids thing was pretty. But there's no affiliate. Well, it's there's an affiliation, but there's no player movement, so it's an affiliation only in name only. Yeah, Harry, that's how they were with Wilmington. Not a single player was sent down to us. It was affiliation on paper. (laughs) So, which is all right. Speaking of Harry, though, Harry, welcome to the show, man. I know you've said a few things now, but you've never actually been on, right? Officially? Not officially. I'm usually the chat groupie. You are a legend, man. Everyone knows you. You're you listen to more podcasts and you read more content than probably anyone in the USL. I wouldn't go that far, but <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it's just it's just you know it's you know with my job I'm able to have it on in the background, so it's yeah. you know it's a great way to pass. And to me, it's how you know how I learned about the league and um, you know being a San Antonio fan. And, you know, it's one of, you know it's a great way to interact with you know you know, other fans and supporters around the league. And, you know, I know the USL show, what, you know, you know, you guys have been turning out great content for what, well, this is your guys' second year, but going back to the previous version, you had another two, three years before that. So that's right. Long overdue, buddy. But uh, I think it's your turn to pick if you want to go for it. Yeah, we're going to go east uh, because so far we got three in the west. So uh, we're going to go with the the Legion, uh, Birmingham. Uh, you know, you know, Mickey Lopez, um, you know, Matt Van Ockel uh, from, you know, from OKC. Um, and of course the first player they signed, uh, Chandler Hoffman, uh, from Real Monarchs, uh, pretty good core to start out with. Uh, they're an expansion team, you know, so it's, you know, you don't know a hundred percent how they're going to turn out, but, uh, I do think that they'll contend for the playoffs in the East, um, I, you know, probably being more Western side, I think the West is probably a little bit deeper than you guys are giving credit for. Um, <laughs> but uh, never. But uh, we, we will see, uh, you know, you know, I think as we saw last year, last year, the uh, East was pretty top heavy. And I, th- I think that's going to be kind of very similar how it is. And I think uh, the Legion uh, can can slip into the East uh, playoffs, probably you know that six, seven, eight spot. Uh, very worst case in the playoffs or the playing games, pardon. Not a bad pick. They're one of the. I think they're one of the more interesting expansion sides. But I, I think I follow teams walking in. Doesn't hurt yeah, to have I mean, Chandler Hoffman. I know he's already got a couple goals in preseason. So yeah, I mean Birmingham was the team was going to pick. Either them or who actually chose last round is one of those two. I mean, I think Birmingham. I have Birmingham number eight in the East. So eight in the East, interesting. Oh boy, not me. Interesting. So <laughs> why though, Pony? Talent. Cool. Well, we should move on to Kevin. He's, he sighs heavily. Jeez, buddy. I don't, I did well at this point. Like, I have two picks left, and I don't know who we to pick. Kevin. He sighed heavily. Jeez, buddy. I don't, I did well at this point. Like, I have two picks left, and I don't know 
Oh, we should pick. He sighed heavily. Why? Why do we have the no, uh, three-way echo here? At this point, like I have two picks left, and I don't know. Hey, Alan, turn off your feed, buddy. Turn off your feed. We're getting it pretty loud, bud. There we go. Thanks. Okay. Kevin, go ahead. Uh, that'll go on forever. Um, thank you. All right. So. I, I feel that because I've picked three East three teams in the East already, I have to pick somebody in the West. Um and I'm trying to decide who's got an like the best potential of making a playoff, a play in spot. Um God, and it's down to like two teams. Um for me. I guess I'm gonna go <sighs> I don't actually want to pick this team, but I'm going to because in their inaugural season, they made eighth, which was not the playoffs. Then the next season, they made ninth, which was not the playoffs. And then they had a really bad 2017, which I think that was an outlier. And then they actually made the playoffs last season. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs this season. But, and again, I don't want to pick them but I'm going to because I think that they might make 10th, 9th or 10th, and so at least it'll be a point, at least a point for me. Uh, so I'm going to go Portland Timbers too. Mm. And I'm not doing it for the homer pick. I, I actually don't want to pick them. I'm not, I'm not sure if they're going to make the playoffs this year, but given like historical seasons when they do just average, they're usually mid-table, and I think since 10 teams are going to make the playoffs, mid-table might be good enough for a point. Maybe if they do well, they could win their playoff round, but I'm not expecting more than like two points from them if they can make the playoffs. So I'll take that. Um, next round. I'm, I feel like I'm going to be leaving like two Western teams on the board that could probably get me points. But I think another team. No, because then I'd be taking another MLS two side. That doesn't Gosh. matter four Eastern teams and a Western team. I just feel like I'm not picking right, but I don't know. Past two seasons, they've, uh, they've actually made the playoffs. They've improved every season since 2016. And I feel like, I feel like they should be able to get seventh through 10th in the East pretty easily. We'll, we'll see how it we'll has see how it goes. I'm going to go with Bethlehem steel. Yeah. That's who I thought you were going to pick before Portland. Honestly, I think the only reason I went Portland Tem- Portland first was just because I I just felt like I had to have something in the West. Mm-hmm. It was between them and and two other teams that are still available in the West. I don't want to mention yet, but <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna. I don't know if that was a good pick. I'm, I'm oh, kind no, of I do. I do. I think ever since they sent those coaches down from the senior team to Portland, I think they whipped them into shape. I don't know why it made a difference, but I really do think that's one of the biggest things that changed. I don't know if it matters what players they have. They're going to well, have a decent side. Th- there's rumors that they might sign a couple interesting players, like they usually do each season, get some young international players and just, you know, kind of test the waters. Um, last season, it really it worked out quite well with Marvin Loria, who's signed to the first team. Um, but I agree, like, a big reason why I, last season I was confident, I was 100% convinced they would finally make the playoffs was because they brought Cameron uh, Nolis down and got rid of um, the incompetent guy they had, or I guess demoted him, not got rid of him. Um, and then another big reason is Giovanni uh, Savarese. Like he he takes it as seriously, if not a little bit more seriously, than his predecessor. 
Um, and there's, I think there's just, they're continuing to develop that side. So mm-hmm. it, hopefully it'll work. Hopefully it works out. I'm, I'm hoping for at least two points with this pick. Right on. Well, we got a new guy back. It's, uh, it's Alan and you got to tell us what you're wearing right now, man. Cause I think so, I spotted something. So this is my, uh, San Diego soccer's Jersey home of the Landon Donovan. Uh, <laughs> He's played one game so far and has scored one point and a beautiful assist on a power play goal. Uh, he looks a little lost out there, but uh, <laughs> the Stalkers are quite a fun team. Uh, really good players, uh, really good in the community. Just went to an event last night at a brewery with them. Uh, so I wanted to show some local love because we don't really have anything above like a, I think like a USL team, yeah, USL two team in like Northern San Diego. Uh, so I had to give them, some local live on the USL show. Well done there. Well, have you been thinking about your pick? You didn't get a you didn't get a great spot to pick from, but uh, no, and I'm not a huge these teams. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of this team, and I've definitely talked crap about them on Twitter recently. Uh, but I think you know, uh, short of watching the U.S. not qualify for the World Cup at the same bar as their coach. Uh, we are going with uh, the Las Vegas. There it is. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. As Woo! much as I hate I think I think they're going to do decently well. Uh, you know, I think that they're going to continue their craziness out there in Las Vegas, which is always kind of fun to watch from afar. Uh, I think Winalda can actually do some damage out there. Um, as much as some people don't like the preseason, I'm going to believe what Jason says in preseason does uh, matter as far as getting the guys motivated uh, and looking good. Um, and I have been told that Alex Harley is a monster. Uh, so um, as much as the fifth round pick is sometimes scraping the barrel, I think Las Vegas is a pretty solid for this round. I have no respect for Eric Winala. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, I think he was the reason why the U.S. didn't qualify. I watched him and he was uh, – he was not happy the entire game. I had to leave right away because I was did not want to be around that. Mm. That's gonna be. It's always a fun team to watch. Like, what are they gonna do now? Kind of right? thing. So they're bringing back cool. the money drop. So yeah. Why? <laughs> I mean, that was a bad idea last year. Just as crazy as ever. Time to with the pennies. Um, I think they're going to be good too, Alan. Actually, I almost, that's who I was almost going to pick. And I was like, I can't pick them over Charlotte. I can't do it. But, uh, I think Vegas is going to be good. I think they're going to be great. Well, great reaching, but I mean, I have, I have them as a play in <laughs> team. Yeah. Really? I wouldn't be surprised I, if it's higher I, than that, to be honest with you. I put Vegas as nine in the West. Why are you guys smoking? <laughs> I mean, I don't think they'd go higher than okay. six. They've looked okay. Yeah. And the West kind of has that steep drop off at one point. That's a, that's a legit point. Like, where is that steep drop off going to be in the West? Is it going to be after position eight or nine? Or is it going to be after that, you know, the playoff? We'll see. But I, I agree with you that there's definitely going to be a, a, a significant drop off somewhere in the West. It's, but I don't know where after, it's going to fall. It's after eight for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have my East number 14 above my West number nine. It's eight for me too. And I feel like it's a real heavy drop. Right. 
So, gentlemen, I got to bounce because we got to eat because it has, is past dinner time out here. Uh, so, Carson's going to take going to fill in for our last pick. Uh, Thanks, it's Alan. been a pleasure, guys. Uh, sorry about the sound loop. Oh, you're good, man. I was <laughs> just trying to get your attention. I have like 18 windows open and I couldn't click it fast enough. Um, <laughs> have a good night, guys. You too. Have a good night. Cool. Right. Yeah, Pony, you're next. So it's me again. I have a team who I am surprised has lasted this long because while they're new, I think they were actually high upside out east. Yep. I'm taking Hartford. Yep. I knew it. I mean, I have. I don't think they're going to be a playoff team, but if some new team makes a run, it's them. Yeah. I mean, I, I had them as like a very early fourth round pick. They just know Nielsen knows how to defend, right? I mean, I yeah. saw them in the the Western Conference Final against Swope Park, and it was scoreless, and it took goalkeepers on the on the penalty kicks to win it. It was ridiculous, just ridiculous. And he can do that again. He could do it all year long. It won't bother him at all. They're yeah, gonna do fine. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. I don't. You might have had more there, Pony. No, I mean, that's basically, I, I I think they're a team who easily could make a run at the lower tier playoff team. And if they get lucky, could what a good, they could get an upset. They have the talent to get a good upset. Mm-hmm. It's not the team where you see, oh, they made a playoff. They're going to just get stomped no matter what. It's the team makes the playoffs and actually has a talent to win the game. Yeah. And you're also not going to say, oh, they're going to blow that team out of the water either. <laughs> no, of course not. They're going to win one nothing if they win. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, Lily Ball back in the day in a way, uh, but maybe even less exciting. We'll see. We'll see. Um, there are a couple players that I really like up there that, you know, ex-St. Louis guys, so it'll be fun for me too. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do my next pick. Um, I'm going to take Fresno just because they're just, to me, they've always been a team that has the talent to do more than they do every year. And I'm always so disappointed. Juan Pablo Caffa is one of my favorite players in the league. I think he's incredible. And, um, you know, they just, I don't know. I feel like they make too many mistakes and they don't attack quite to their potential either. But I do think they're a good team and, and could do something good if they pull it together for once. Oh, that's what I feel. The Kappa love for me. What'd you say? I've been like, I've been saying he's one of the best players for years. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the team that I, I wanted to pick. I just wasn't sure. That's the one I was thinking in the West. It was between Fresno and Portland and somebody else. And I was like, uh, I don't know <laughs> what to do. The only, I think the only reason why I didn't pick them is because last season in their, in their first season, they got, um, 12th and I don't know if they would if they'll be able to improve that I'm sure they can and probably get 9th or 10th but I don't know I was just like I I don't know what to do Mm -hmm. and I panicked a bit but I wish I picked him right on well uh, that leads to Ryan I'll move right along and head back out west for this one and I'm going to select El Paso Locomotive FC I feel like I needed to have an expansion side, at least in my grouping, just because of how many teams we have. And just at least from the start, like their branding has been A+. I'm like big fan of the crest. But then when you look onto their side, Richie Ryan from FC Cincinnati, Omar Salgado, or probably like the two big signings that stick out, James Kiffey from uh, Charlotte Independence, and then a former crew player and Logan Ketterer, a goalkeeper. 
I feel like they could be a solid side. We just haven't heard so much from them here in preseason. So I'll be interested in how they fit in in Western Conference, especially in Texas, now that we actually finally have like a really good Texas Derby going on. Hmm. Another team I wish I knew a little bit more about, but they do have a decent amount of uh, veterans that, that always gives me a little more faith. Like you just said, basically. Um, looks like we need to pick for Evan again. <laughs> Two more yep. teams. Uh, I was actually, I actually got a hold of him a little bit, and he said Memphis is one of his picks. Oh, oh okay. Well, let's go Memphis. Nice. Memphis it is. I got Picking to see one there. I got he to gave see me like four picks at the start of this round, and all of them are gone except for Memphis. So perfect. <laughs> well, then let's make sure he gets Memphis. Um, what else should we give for him? Um, my vote would be uh, Tacoma. Yeah, that'd be my two, vote. Two votes for Tacoma. Tacoma. Make it three. Three votes there for Tacoma. Fine, but okay. So why not Pony? I have Tacoma as like my number third to last team. But they are our future national team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. I don't. I don't mind it because at this point, it's someone might get lucky and get tenth. But yeah. <laughs> Two coma. Hey, that's two coma. You're in a coma. Uh, anyway, so, all right, so Evan's got Memphis and Tacoma. Cool. Ryan, what are you going to go with? Final round time. I'm not excited about any team that's left on the board. <laughs> I know who you want to pick. Actually, I actually am excited about on the board right now. Oh, I can't wait there for is, this. There is still somebody I wanted to pick left, and I don't know how long it's going to last, so... <clears throat> Jeez, hold on. I'm debating between like a couple teams here. Uh, you only have five picks here, man. <laughs> I guess I'll stick out in the Western Conference and I'll take LA Galaxy too. Mm-hmm. Good pick. Good pick. All right, cool, cool. I mean, they had like a few good years of being good, then they fell off. They returned to anything like they used to be strong and this is the team that provided us with Efrain Alvarez of course and so I would at least put LA as one of the more reputable and less two sides in this league that they're a solid team with a good academy probably second to only Swope Park out in the west and I just I'm honest I think that maybe they're probably won't be in a playoff race but at least they'll try and make it exciting but who knows? Maybe I'll pray for a slot in uh, a rehab stint. Well, now we have to like assign something to Phil yeah. because he's up next. Well, and he had to only step away real quick. So <laughs> he stepped everyone... away, and it's like he was up next. Like he could have just mentioned someone real What's quick. Everyone's next pick: Ludone or Atlanta. Maybe. I have RGV. I'd say Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay. Okay. That's not my pick, but go for it. All right. Phil can have Atlanta. So I guess Pony, what do you, I guess Pony, I know what you're going to pick then. Oh yeah. I'm taking RGV. I mean, the last last team in the West that I was. A couple of years ago, they were one of the best teams in the West. I know. I mean, I can't say. Did I miss my pick? You did. 
Okay. Yeah, well, what, what do you want? Because we, we picked Atlanta United for you, but we can, we'll can change it. Oh, what God. do you want? Yeah, let's change it to um, the Roughnecks. Oh, okay, we're so okay. good. I just prefer the Roughnecks over all the others because sometimes they flash with lucky players. All right. And I'm sorry, out. I got called into work, so I'm going to head out, fellas, but thanks. It's been fun. All right. Have fun at work. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we changed that pick uh, for Phil to Tulsa. Pony picked uh, Rio Grande Valley. Yeah, so then RGV. I mean, they've been good a few years in a row. I mean, they were one of the top teams of the West a couple of years ago. I don't see how you could just write them off as the last pick in the draft. You don't so, drop that far that fast. Oh, I know. But my question is, can I officially pass on my final pick and not pick the last team? Literally make them unpicked? You'll full bingo, man. Okay, because I'm so... So Carson, what's the last? What's the final uh, fan team pick going to be? Uh, let me think. I think I think we might go with the uh, abbreviation club ATL UTD two. <laughs> All right, Atlanta United two, the wannabes people that no one really cares about. So and I, I have to give a shout out real quick. We shouted out some gear. My boy Sean Porter fights next Saturday on Fox. Defending his uh, welterweight title. So, shout Sweet. out to him. And uh, shout out to the abbreviation team that will make the playoffs and get us some points. No, they won't. Miguel Amiron is going to go back on loan. No, he won't. They're playing <laughs> on quite a on baseball stadium, so that should at least help them a bit more. No, it won't. <laughs> are you just upset that you stuck with Loudon? No, I'm not because I'm I'm officially passing on the final pick. I will not pick the last team. You know, I've been honest. I've been out and over a couple of teams because I think they actually have a ceiling of everyone gets loaned down and they're an okay team. They're twelve. This isn't the MLS Super Draft. We can't pass on picks here. He traded it for Tam. <laughs> yeah, I'll, no, I'll trade it for a freaking cold cheese sandwich. I don't care. Deal. I have some right. cheese and white bread in the fridge. <laughs> then Pony can have seven teams all have five. I don't really care. Ladone United, United is my pick for the absolute worst team in the entire USL. It's my pick for the uh, Tulsa-Portland um, will-they-break-a-losing-record trophy, I think. No one's gonna, ever going to be as bad as St. Sequa Barracuda. Oh, that's true. They probably won't be that bad. Richmond last year is the second worst team of all time. Then you have Tulsa from last year and Portland from two years ago. Yeah. And I, but I do think that that one that two years ago, I hope it was an outlier for Portland. Um, But yeah. So, all right, fine. If I'm forced to take Ladone with a gun to my head, then I, (laughs) I don't know. I'd probably rather take the gun to my head, but (laughs) I mean, they've got, if I don't even know if anybody even cares about that team, if they have like one or two fans and they're listening and be like, so I feel sorry for you two. (laughs) They have 2,000 followers on Twitter, and they signed Pebo Dewey from uh, um, from North Carolina FC, who's also a former Hammerhead. Well, then why didn't you pick him? I didn't want to. All right, let it let it be known that I did officially pass on my final pick, as I would rather have no team than Ludon United, but I put him on there because I have to. Mm-hmm. Well, you end up with Luton and wins it all, and you you, you default your victory right there. 
Okay, all right. So if Ludon United somehow wins USL Cup, then I am saying on February 28th of 2019, before the USL season starts, I am forfeiting any and all wins, not just in the draft picks, but also in the pickums. Any and all points will go to Pony if Ludon United win Perfect. the USL Cup. Deal done. You I'm have my, you have my word. If that happens, all I'll right, forfeit everything. Even more attempt. Well, what happens if Loden makes the playoffs? I get the well, points. No, I said, if they win, I said if they win. I said if they win USL Cup. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, <laughs> recapping the draft. Yep. Kevin's team is Nashville, New York Red Bulls, Quote Park. Portland, Bethlehem Steel, and Luton. The fan team is Phoenix, San Antonio, OKC Energy, Birmingham, Las Vegas, and Atlanta. My team, Indy, Charleston, the Real Monarchs, Colorado Springs, Hartford, and RGV. That's a good team. Louisville City, St. Louis, Ottawa, Charlotte, Fresno, and Tulsa. Ryan has Sacramento, Reno, Tampa Bay, North Carolina, El Paso, LA Galaxy 2, and Evan as MIA in the consensus picks as Orange County, Pittsburgh, New Mexico, Austin, Memphis, and Tacoma. So we are all obviously going to regret this in a few months from now. <laughs> but yep. thank you all for tuning into the USL show and thank you to our sponsor Roughneck Scarves the official scarf sponsor of the MLS, USL and US Soccer get your custom scarves for a group or team at roughneckscarves.com thank you all for tuning in thank you all for listening and for Put up with our random spouting things for the last hour and a half or so. We'll see you all for the regular season starting very soon with Friday night as our first game. RGV and Tacoma. Yay, two juggernauts. <laughs> but we will all see you over the next few weeks. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for all our sponsors and thank you for all our guests who sat in and dealt with our nonsense last bit of time and we'll see you all over the next weeks next months and have a very usl season and we're out